Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode 17, I'm joined by Jackie. And while Jackie is Scottish, she has lived over in America for the last 30 plus years. She is actually friends with Lindsay, who's on podcast number two, and that's how she happens to be here. And what Jackie knows for sure is that what you are, what you feed yourself, and that isn't just about food, you know, you are what you eat and all that, it's it's not really about that at all actually. What we more go on to talk about is about how you feed your mind and your heart and your soul and how you nourish yourself. Um, And we also talk about that real connection that, that Jackie, even though she has lived in the US for longer than she lived in Scotland, that she still has that real sense of connection and the importance of what it is that you are connected to in the world. Another great conversation, so I hope that you enjoy it. And on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes, I'm delighted to welcome Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Anne. Good morning or good afternoon for you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. I'm very well. So you've just revealed all there that you are, in fact, across the ocean from us. I am. I am in Florida at the moment as we speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you are Scottish, but you, you live stateside. So tell us a wee bit about you, Jackie. Yep. So um, my name is Jackie and I am in my 50s and I've lived in America for 30 years, which is actually quite unbelievable mm-hmm. to even think. I grew up in Rutherglen and in Lakilphead both. So I had like a little bit of the city and a little bit of the country there in Scotland and I kind of, and it's interesting, I actually know a lot of people that you do, and that just yeah. shows you what a small world that it is. Mm-hmm. But I live in Florida, I work in Baltimore, Maryland, and as I said, I've lived over here for, for 30 years. Um, I have one son who was born in Scotland, and uh, and we moved here when he was two weeks old. Wow, wow, there was an adventure, wasn't there? Yeah, and You've got such a different life experience, although um, Lindsay, who was on podcast number two, is how we are connected because you are a really have known Lindsay most of your life, I think, haven't you, since very early days and your careers and stuff. Um, so I'm really excited to know. Tell me, Jackie, what do you know for sure? So what I know for sure is that you are what you feed yourself And it's a little bit of a derivative of you are what you eat, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really about what do you feed your your mind, your heart and your soul? And how do you kind of nourish your whole being by what you put in? And at the start of the pandemic, like a lot of people, I was spending an awful lot of time at home, um, really watching the news, watching and and kind of looking at social media. And that was my company um, because I'm used to kind of being out at work and being really busy. And I started to kind of get the sense that over time and with everything that's going on in the USA right now politically and all of the racial tension along with a pandemic, that I was becoming sort of mentally not super healthy Mm. um, with all of this stuff that I was inputting into myself on a daily basis. So I think that I, I realized that I probably needed to really limit my exposure to um, the news and to social media a little bit because it was really starting to impact my psyche. So I think that's what I mean um, when I say that you are what you feed yourself. Uh huh. And do you um, equate that to everything about yourself then? It's, it's about what do you live a healthy lifestyle in terms of how you move your body, how you think and how you eat? So I would say that it's like probably a lot of women of my age are work in progress and, and becoming 
more urgent for me over time. Um, and so, you know, certainly I went through COVID and I ate everything in sight and gained a lot of weight and had to kind of reel myself in and, and figure out how to move more and eat better. But I think that I've definitely been on this journey over this last year um, to really kind of be very mindful about what I was doing to nourish sort of my mind, my heart, and my soul. And I mean, I come from a really good set of examples. And when I think about growing up, um, you know, my mom and her sisters, my aunt, we all grew up sort of in the Rutherglen area. And I mean, like everybody else in the 40s and 50s, they didn't have a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes not a lot of food. I mean, we grew up in a house without a toilet. I, oh. I didn't have a pot. I had a drawer um, when I was a baby. So, I mean, my mom and our sisters, my aunts, are just like these really positive women um, that just live sort of this really positive lifestyle in spite of everything that they probably went through in their life. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that over the last year or so and, and really thinking about how how do I impact myself and my stress levels and my positivity by what I watch, what I read, and quite mm-hmm. frankly, my behaviors, like what I do. So I would say that it's been a work in progress for uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. And if you got, you know, what is your inner dialogue? Because when I talk about that, that whole pra- practice around how you treat your mind, you know, my inner dialogue is one that is now not always been, but is now quite kind to myself. If you got a a relationship with your your inner dialogue that is a kind one. Can you reflect on that across your life about what that inner dialogue's been like? Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think, I think that's a really interesting question because I don't think that it always has been. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that it always is now. And sometimes I I kind of use this filter of, well, would you say that to your best friend? I mean, obviously you wouldn't because it's a really ugly thing to think Mm -hmm. about yourself. But I think like a lot of people, I mean, I'm, I'm very successful in my career. I think I'm a successful mother, you know, but I think like a lot of people, I'm very, very hard on myself sometimes. And I think that expressing that kindness to yourself is a really good starting point in being able to kind of filter that through to other people. But that said, I think sometimes you treat other people a lot kinder than you treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. And are you kind to yourself, Jackie? Yeah, I try to be now, um, you know, but again, in the past, I don't think that I necessarily was. I had sort of a lot of inner thought processes and voices that were like, you know, maybe you're not good enough or, you know, you don't look that great and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that it's like what they say is, um, you know, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. right. Mm -hmm. You're believing what you're telling yourself. So I think like everybody, I go through these days of extreme confidence when I'm like the best thing on the face of the earth. And then other days where you're like, oh my God, like I can hardly get out of bed, you know? Uh And then it was interesting at the start, you said that, you know, you are what you feed your heart and your mind and your soul. And I think I can understand like your mind it's about how you're thinking going and your soul it's maybe about things like mindfulness or things like that how would you categorize how you feed your heart yeah I think when I think about feeding your heart I think that it's through generosity I think that it's through being kind to other people you know I've got a cute story that you know my mum my wee mum who's like this quintessential essential Scottish woman even though she lives in Florida and she knits Mm-hmm. And uh, who, who needs knitted goods in Florida, right? You, you <laughs> would be but she knits like um, sleeves for people with dementia and then also gloves. And once more, I would take 
the gloves up to Baltimore when I was driving to work. You know, I would give them to homeless people when it was really, really cold. And and for me, that ability to have that act of kindness through my mom's generosity and kindness mm-hmm. of, of devoting her time and effort for me to be able to do things like that was a way for me to feed my heart and to have an appreciation that there's a lot of people in life that are a lot worse off than you are mm-hmm. and so how do you be how do you become a very sort of generous and giving person um, to the extent that you possibly can in life and what I'll tell you is never once have I given anything either physically or monetarily to anybody and thought afterwards, well, I wish I hadn't done that or I could really use that. I think Mm -hmm. that when you give, that comes back to you tenfold. And I feel like I've really experienced that in my life. Yeah. And there's a, there's a Scottish writer and speaker who talks about kindness being the gift that just keeps giving. Because if, if if you give somebody something, you feel good for giving it. They feel good for receiving it. And actually anybody who witnesses that kindness also feels good and so it's that gift that just keeps giving isn't it kindness it is it absolutely is so I think that that's a really important sort of aspect of of nourishing your heart and making sure that you're that you're a giving person and to your point that that's what you're portraying and that's what other people see when they look at you and I don't think you do it for the the kind of um the kudos or the oh my gosh you're so amazing for doing that again I think you do it because it's the right thing to do in it and it's almost like this internal sort of warmth and growth that you get from that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and is there anything else that you can reflect on because you know as you've told us you left Scotland a long time ago to go and live in America and is there anything else that you feel when you reflect on that journey that that you do know for sure about about that journey that life has been for you yeah I think that your connections are always your connections right Mm. so uh, I think it was in Interesting that you spoke about Lindsay and I mean Lindsay and I have known each other we were in the Navy together a really really long time ago and I have other friends that fall into that same classification but my brother and my cousins my aunts and uncles and everybody still live in Scotland and I maintain those connections with them but I think that for me there's always this connection to Scotland actually even though I've lived in America now longer than I lived in Scotland my sort of pull and my connection and my ties to Scotland are never ever going to go away mm-hmm. and you know when I think about when I left Scotland I had this little two-week-old baby and Lindsay was actually at the airport when I left and we were both just like bawling our eyes out yeah. but I, I think that what I also know for sure in that journey is you could travel all over the world and you experience a lot of things and you meet a lot of people. But for me personally, that sort of pull and that tie back to Scotland is always just like really, really there for me. And I identify myself as a Scottish person first and foremost. And, and I'm, I'm very proud of that because I think that the Scottish people are a rare breed. So, you know, I think that that's been part of my journey as I've kind of travelled around the world and lived in Italy and lived in England and lived in the USA. I'm, I'm always Scottish at my heart. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, on the podcast, Jackie. Thanks for having me, Anne, and enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, thank you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching Anne Hughes Ignite. 
I've had referred to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.